AKA Gigi. And I'm Victoria. And I'm Mika. And, and this, this is A Word, word at the, the table. table. I'm sorry, did you want to do Anthony? Nah, <laughs> all right. Well, welcome back to A Word at the Table. Today we want to do, um, we want to discuss a topic that was brought up in our suggestion box that we had in our podcast launch party. Thanks for everybody that came. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to all of you who came and who are still listening. (laughs) All two of you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this this suggestion was to discuss godly friendships. So today, um, I just want to talk about friendships in general. and when I thought, when, when I saw, like, friendship, the, immediately I thought about David and Jonathan. Who are those people? David. King you don't David? know David? King David. Okay. <laughs> Who is Jonathan? Victoria, please tell me you know. Uh-huh. Who is David? <laughs> um, David and Jonathan. So we're, I'm just going to read from 1 Samuel 18, verse 1 through 5. Uh, and in this, these five verses, it just introduces... Uh, their friendship and how and how they um, got acquainted with each other. So I'm going to read from the NIV version. First uh, Samuel 18, verse one through five. After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David, and he loved him as himself. From that day, Saul kept David with him and did not let him return to his family. And Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David, along with his tunic and and even his sword, his bow and his belt. Whatever mission Saul sent him on, David was successful that Saul gave him a high rank in the army. This pleased all the troops and Saul's officers as well. Okay, that's it. So from those five verses, uh, I just want to like break it down a little bit just to like see what, like how their relationship, like how they became friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Just from the beginning, it says like David just was speaking with Saul. Uh, I should have. Oh, okay, this is right um, after David killed Goliath. Okay. Um, he went to Saul and um, and gave Saul uh, the head of Goliath. And Saul asked him, whose son are you? Um, and he said, you know, he's the son of Jesse. And it's in that conversation after David did this and spoke, um, was speaking with Saul, and... Uh, like Jonathan fell in love, not in love. I know, yeah, yeah. 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 Like he just became so fond yeah. of David, and they became friends from that. Uh, from the that romance was moment. Born. Yeah. So, from my first point that I want to bring up is like the natural connection of David and Jonathan, like, and the importance of um, like having a natural connection when you have a friend. Um, so I want to ask you guys a question. Like, how do you define friendship? Uh, I think we actually, oh no, we discussed what we wanted in a friendship in one of our episodes. Yeah, I was thinking about that. We discussed, um, that we wanted support and honesty. Um, but I would define friendship as a solid relationship that you know that, um, 
they're just going to be there for you. They're going to be there for you through the good and the bad. Like there's no, like this friendship isn't contingent on something else. Like it's not contingent on if, um, I don't know, if you're, if you're balling or whatever. It's not contingent oh, on certain things. A lot things, of friendships so. are contingent on stuff. Like there's very but is that few... a friendship? No, but, yeah. but like very, I mean, there are very few relationships yes. where it's like unconditional. You know? Yes, but that's yeah. what I would define a friendship as. I, would, I would define a friendship as something that is unconditional. Like I'm not going to stop like loving you or Mika because like I don't know <laughs> you're like yeah <laughs> like, no, but, for whatever reason yeah. but uh, that's what I think a friendship is it's, it's um, someone that's always gonna be there for you and support you yeah and I think I mean I think friends just are it's rare to come by friends just mm. in life that's true like I think there's some a saying that says like if someone has like five close friends throughout their lives that you should consider yourself blessed Something like that. Um, and it's like when you when you think about friendship, it's like someone who, like you said, is there for you no matter what. Somebody who doesn't judge you. Um, someone who knows like the good, the bad, and the ugly about you and is still, like, they still love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still call themselves your friend. Um, and also in that, like, from, from, from David and, and Jonathan's friendship, like you can see that um, from their relationship, friends they lo- like Jonathan loved David unselfishly. Like he took the robe off his back, yeah. he took his sword, he took his um, bow and arrow, and gave that to David, and that caused David to be successful as a warrior. Um, so like Jonathan loved David unselfishly, and um, like he had his back. Um, and he propelled David to his success. So it's important, like, in our friendships to have um, people that, like, to have someone that uh, encourages you and that breaks you down. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, like, what is that, What? how do you balance, like, in a friendship, how do you balance encouraging someone and, like, giving criticism when, uh, like, when they're not doing the right thing? I feel like as a friend you should understand your place like mm. with criticism I'm not just gonna come up to you out of nowhere and be like <laughs> you know you've always had this smell about you like, damn like, yeah you know like, like no one asked you about that like maybe I like yeah. smelling this way whatever right but like, like I feel like criticism should come from a place of like love yes like this is how you could be better as like whatever like if i see that you're not like the best mom like you are you yell at your kids all the time i'm gonna be like hey why don't you try this that and a third or whatever right because i I just want you to be the best mom you can be or whatever right not i just want to criticize you just because it's wednesday like this has nothing to do with anything you know Mm -hmm. like i never like the way that you do your makeup you out here looking crazy all the time like you know like that Mm -hmm. that's not you know, you're just making yeah. somebody feel bad just to make them feel bad, you know? Like, right. But, like, criticism should come from, I want you to be better, like, like as a person, you know? Yeah, there's the... Oh, did you want to say something, Gigi? Oh, no, I agree. I think um, it's just that there's people that just, that just 
in general are negative. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. They just everything. nitpick everything, you know. And that's so unhealthy to have around you because then you'll be thinking double guessing yourself every time. Mm-hmm. So it's really important not to have those um negative those naysayers in your life. What are they, negative Nancy's? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There's um there's a couple of proverbs that I want to share with you guys. Uh the first one is Proverbs twelve verse twenty six. Say amen when you got it. Amen. (laughs) It says, the righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. So this talks about, like, choice in friendships. Mm. It's not to, um, I I don't think it's to say, oh, like, so-and-so, you're not good enough to be my friend. But it's like, you have to use some wisdom <laughs> and like who you get close to that like is so who you important. keep in your inner circle yes. who do you go to advice for um like because because you have to be very careful with that okay right. so I, i'm gonna ask you for some advice mm-hmm. right i have a friend and hopefully that friend is not listening to this, <laughs> but whatever you know it's, it's gonna happen okay i have a friend who i love with all of my heart order, right? Mm-hmm. But he like, I don't, I don't know how to say it, but it's like, he's kind of like drowning, like in his own whatever. Everything is always a thing order, right? He's mm-hmm. always drowning. And like, I try to help him out, but whenever I help him out, I like end up like mixed in his mess too and it's to the point where ever whenever i step away from this person i feel like like oh i can breathe you know like so i just feel like there's certain people like i even saw a meme of it one time where it was just like like they're drowning and then they'll like like mess up your yeah they'll pull you down with With so like how do you how do i step away but like love from a dis like i don't I don't know what to do in this scenario, but every time he takes up my entire day, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like he takes my entire day and like, it's just like things with his family, things with his job, things with him him as a person. And it's just like, oh my God. I feel like if you do what you're supposed to do as a friend and give them advice and, you know, support them, and they still are upset and still complaining. And st- it, it, now it's to the point that you, you just like to be in that state. Like, it's not even like you're trying to take my advice or trying to make a change. So I feel like if you see someone that still doesn't even make an effort to, yeah. I, I, I pull back. Because now it's just like, now, like, you know how um, a, a leech, like, kind of just, yeah, like, yeah. stays on you? Like, you oh, don't yes. even know it's sucking blood from you. Right. It's the same thing. Like, you don't even notice they're taking energy from you until, like like you said, like, when he wasn't around, you felt like you can breathe in. Yeah. It's I literally mean, like that. I think that's, it's, in that instance, like, I would have a conversation with this person and be, and tell them, like, listen, I love you. I want to help you. But every time I do help you, I feel like you... Like, you take advantage of that. You take advantage of my goodness. Um, I would just say that. Um, because there's also the other proverb that I was going to share is... Um, oh, it's not it. <laughs> but, uh, it's uh, like iron chop- sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Proverbs 27, verse 17. Like It says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Like, if uh, in your friendships, in your relationships, like, there sh- it's a two-way street. 
it's not that you're looking for something to gain from every person who you encounter, but if you're always taking from me and never, um, like in depleting me of my joy and my energy and I, and it limits you in how you can serve others and just be yourself in mm. general. Like, I think it's a conversation to have, like maybe that person's not even aware that. No, uh, we've had this, doing... con- we've oh. had this conversation. Okay. Oh, I need, I need support. You're supposed to be there to support me. Okay. You know, there's just a really hard time for me right now. But I is that like... person there for you? If no, you're in- okay. Never. So never. I think then, then that tells you like, yeah. this is not really, that's your friend, but he's not a good friend to you. You're a good friend, but they're they're not a good friend to you. So I I would like limit that relationship um, and watch how it develops. Um, there is another proverb uh, about friendship. It's Proverbs seventeen verse seventeen. Um, it says, "A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity." So this verse to me well what do you guys think it means a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of of adversity oh i like Mm. that yeah i guess during your hard times you get to see who your real family like exactly you kind of evolve from friendship to like blood yeah 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 and uh, like that like really struck me because it's like that loyalty that you mm. get from some friends and you don't get from others. And I think that's what defines like friendship or differentiate friendship from like close friends or like the inner yeah. circle kind of thing. It's like, it's not, not everybody, like you could be, you could need help and you call that one friend and he doesn't answer and you're like, but I would do that for you. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously that person is not a person that's in your inner circle. No. Like, he's somewhere in your life and yeah. then he exists and he, you care for him as a human being, but it's not a person that you keep um, in close contact. Uh, the other verse that I wanted to share is from Corinthians. It's First Corinthians uh, 15, verse 33 and 34. Uh, And it says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Come back to your senses as you ought and stop sinning. For there are some who are ignorant of God. I say this to your shame. So, yeah, this, it says it pretty well. Like, bad company corrupts good character. So, if you surround yourself with people who are um, ratchet. Yeah, be ratchet. <laughs> like if that's not what you want to be, like that's not what you should be around. Kendrick Lamar has a song like that. Um, I forgot. I think that's on his Good Kid, Mad City album. I forgot what song it is, but it's, he's like, um, he's like, I'm, I'm always a good guy until I'm with the homies. Like it's mm. like when he surrounds himself around like the people from his hood and like small minded yeah. people, he starts to act like them, and yeah. he's like, Yo, I'm not like this. And, um, yeah, yeah. I think you just get sucked into it. They always say that you should, like, you should, shouldn't be the smartest person in your crew. Oh, you yeah. shouldn't be the most successful person mm-hmm. in your crew. Like, you should always be amongst people like, oh, I'm trying to be like them. Yeah. You know, you're trying to, you, you should always be that part, like, you know, not the weakest link, because, like, no. Right. But, like, you, you should, you should want to be, like... Like amongst Beyonces and like yeah, yeah, Barack yeah. Obamas, and you should be like, I need to be on their level, you yeah. know? Yeah, but when you're like, yeah, if you're like the smartest person in your crew, then you kind of like dumb yourself down to their level, right. you know? Yeah. yeah, and it's the same like with um, 
like godly friendships, I guess, to go back to the suggestion that the person had. It's uh, as a Christian, it's not that we don't have friends who aren't Christians. No, that's not it at all. But you're not surrounding. Yeah, you're not surrounding. Like you should have Christian friends. Like you should have friends who are also Christian, not just friends who are in the world and who don't get like your Christian walk. Because, of course, like God is in you, but it's hard if you're not. If you're not fellowshipping with like-minded people, you can backslide to Amen. like your own flesh into your own ways into other people's ways like very easily. That's with almost anything. Anything. You do. Yeah. Like if diet. You become, yeah. If you become vegan, all of a sudden these vegan friends pop out of nowhere. Yeah. You're like, where did you get all these vegan friends from? <laughs> right. If yeah. you are like one of those gym rats, all of a sudden you got gym rat friends. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. that lifestyle doesn't mean. Like, you cut off all your other friends. Right. It's just that these are the people that are like-minded with right. me. They're helping me with my journey and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, this mm-hmm. is the person I want to become. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the group chat that I have at my church, like, we're so supportive of one another. Like, if we are just saying, like, hey, you know, I'm going through this. Please pray for me. Everyone's like, I got you. I'm praying for you now. Like, it's just... Uh, a platform where we just support one another and I feel like it means everything like we didn't have that I kind of feel like you feel like you're not a part of a community or you just feel like you're on your own or you think you're the only one going through whatever the situation is so when you have people like that around you that's also um, building a relationship with God it's kind of like it'll help you in your circumstance or whatever issue you may have and I also think with godly relationships um, I'm not going to say all but most of the time I feel like the friendship is like bigger than you. Like it's bigger than oh yeah us just being right. friends. Like for instance, like the three of us. Like we we yeah. have a prayer line. We have a podcast. Like I feel like usually the purpose of the godly friendship is bigger than just that friendship. The two people in it or the right. three or whatever. It, yeah. It'll affect other people in some way. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's all, but most of the time I feel like there's like a bigger picture to it. Like God God actually put this friendship together to mm-hmm. make a difference. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, like, I think when speaking, like when you're in a friendship or in a group or fellowshipping or whatever, um, each person is different from another. I think also it's good to approach friendships with compassion um, the verse, uh, in Ephesians, it says, uh, four verse 32, it says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each, each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. So like in friendships, like you can almost always expect that people will disappoint you because we're people, yeah. like mm-hmm. that's what we do. Like we're, there's no perfection. It's like, and, but know that when that, those offenses happen, that you will be ready to forgive. And if you offend the other person, like know that because they are your friend, they'll be ready to forgive you too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's very important. Another thing that I wanted to bring up is like, when you're a part of a group, sometimes uh, like whether it's, you know, of just two people being friends or in a larger group setting, like a group of friends, sometimes it could, like one person or people could tend to try to outshine one another, especially I think in girlfriends. Like it's very, it could get very competitive. With girls, it's like more passive. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, it's very possible. <laughs> but it's still like it's still uh, it still happens. Um, there is a verse again. There's verses for everything. <laughs> uh, in First Corinthians fifteen again, verse forty one, uh, it says, "The sun has one kind of splendor, the moon another, the stars another, and stars differs from star." A star differ from, differs from another star in splendor. So it's like the moon shines in its own way. The stars shine in their own way. The sun shines in its own way. It's, and there are stars who ex, stars exist ne- next to each other in the same realm. The moon and the, and the stars are in the night sky, but they shine differently and they all are magnificent in their own way. Like, and I think like knowing yourself, when you know yourself also, you attract the right people to you. Um, um, I think um, you can't really necessarily determine everything that you attract, but I feel like you, oh, have, yeah, you, you have the right to, you know, like you were saying, when you, how you know yourself, you know, when, okay, I need to give it to this friendship. Like, you know, when you're, when you know yourself enough, you know that this is not good for me, but you know how to keep, to stay away. Like God gives you that um, discernment, right? Yeah. And I was actually going to say the story about Jonathan and David, which I'm not sure I was trying to look it up. But wasn't Jonathan at first? Because um, you talk about competition, didn't he at first like before the the whole David and Goliath? Didn't he like not like David? Or there was a situation where he like he questioned David, and then and then obviously uh, they became friends. I've never heard but, of Jonathan. I, so. I think Jonathan was actually Saul's son. Yeah, so that's I think where um, the jealousy and he began. was he was uh, like one of the leading uh, warriors. Mm-hmm. Right. So when the Philistines were taunting the Isra- Israelite army, and when David, when Goliath was, you know, Goliath said, "Bring take bring out your strongest man against me." And that so that like they wouldn't even bother like fighting, going to war with each other. So it would be one man from the Israelites and against Goliath. Every big warrior, Jonathan, Mr. Big Warrior, head of the army, didn't step up to that. Now this little boy came mm-hmm. and said, oh, I got it. And, mm-hmm. you know, everyone looked at him like, you're foolish. And when he came back with the, like, defeating, having killed Goliath and cut off his head mm-hmm. uh, and, like, presented it to... Um, to Saul, um, that's when, that's when, like, in, in that conversation, after that conversation, that's when Jonathan, like, became fond of David, and, like, right. he, they said that, and later on in chapter 17, it's, it says that Jonathan made a covenant with David, um, like, he, like, he made a, like, covenant, like, he's his friend forever, like, through thick and thin, and I think that's, like, so deep like it's deeper than like a romantic relationship you are so right because like no think about it like a friendship yeah is such an unselfish like relationship because like when i love you i love you like you are my husband you're my wife like this like i'm i love you yeah. or whatever right mm-hmm. so this is 
that's what I get from me loving you. Like you, I get, I have a man, I have a woman and stuff like that. But when, or same thing with a child, you're my child or whatever. But when you're my friend, I love you because you're my friend. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. like, we're not introducing sex into the relationship. We're not introducing like, I don't know, kinship to the relationship mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's just, I love you because you're my neighbor. Right. You know? Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen those people who don't have any friends? They just have their partner. Yes. And it's like those are the those are the type of people who can't have friends. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they're like, well, why do I have to put up with your be. your stuff if right. you're like you're not my man? Like why? Right. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. It's like really um. It's really deep to think about that. Like also like in the New Testament, Jesus says like there's no greater love than this like for uh for one to lay down his life for his friends Mm. so like that's another deep like jesus saw us as his friends like he laid down his life for his friends like Mm -hmm. that's like the deepness of friendship yeah and i think um going back to jonathan like if you think about it like I'm Saul's son. Like, I would think that I'm the one that's supposed to inherit, you know, being the chosen one. So I could see where you would probably feel like a little salty towards towards David because you look at him like, where are you coming from? You're like this little person Mm -hmm. out of nowhere. Right. Tending sheep. Yeah. Yeah, he's a shepherd. Yeah. Yeah, So it makes sense in that. And I think, um, like you said, like after, I guess maybe he was like admiring David and his strength and everything. So... Maybe that's where the friendship sparked. It's be a bomb play. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't find the line, but there was something that Jonathan said to him that showed that he was like, who are you? Like, I don't remember what it was, but it makes sense as to why, you know, he looked at him funny because he probably thought that he was going to be the next next chosen one. So, I mean, and he was like, um, John, David, like ruled over the Israel, Israelites army um and took them to victory and like and in that Jonathan was still he wasn't jealous of that like mm. he was still he was still a force behind that because again like he gave he gave David his own armor his own robe mm. like he honored him in that way like i'm unselfishly giving you myself so that you can be successful i like right. that yeah. you know yeah mm-hmm. that's the brotherly love you're talking yeah. about yeah Sometimes be hating, son. They don't want to see you win. They don't want to see you win. Like, are not friends. Get your own role. Yeah. (laughs) Get your own stuff. You're good. (laughs) Yeah. But that's that's the friend that will literally give you the shirt off his back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's Jonathan. Everybody needs a Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's close this. Um, So very few people want to spend their lives with no friends. Like everyone, um, <laughs> you'd be surprised. Yes. I mean, but I think like everyone wants friendship. Like uh, everyone wants to have someone that they can uh, rely on in their hard times, share their good times with, share a laughter with. Uh, most people want friendship. Yeah. Um, and so, like, just to close in our like from what we covered today. When we look for friendship, like it shouldn't, friendship is not something that is forced, just like Jonathan and David. Their friendship came about because of their natural connection um, with each other. Um, friends love each other unselfishly. Friends have each other's back in good and bad times. 
friends uh, sharpen each other. So when so when one slips up, another friend, like the other friend, should tell should tell the one that is messing up, like how they're messing up, and do that in a loving way, mm-hmm. um, from a good place, coming from a good place. And friends propel each other to succeed. Um, so all of those characters is what we should look for in our friendship. And remember to treat each other with compassion and with uh, just have like a forgiving heart toward you, towards each other. All right, that's all. Hey, this is a word at the, the table. table. Thank you for listening.